Welcome back to Embodied Experience with Lauren and Sylvie. This is episode 17. Hard to believe that we are just continuing to create these amazing conversations for you guys. And it's just been such a blessing to our lives. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of connection. Uh, What a really interesting topic to really be rolling into after that last one, moving through the hurt so you don't hate. And honestly, I think that it really moves right into it because at the core of feeling hurt is understanding our connectedness. And when we don't allow ourselves to move through that, if we're hating, if we if we have resentment, if we have these negative feelings that are basically suppressing us, um, connection is so much harder to cultivate, so much harder to have. And so, you know, as we move into this new conversation about you know, the power of connection, you know, I kind of want to explore where I'm most connected in my life. And honestly, I can start with mine and Sylvie's relationship. Um, We met because I went to see her for some physical therapy work. And we just immediately had this like, undeniable connection for the love of healing. Um, The body work, the mental, the spiritual, the emotional. And, you know, although we didn't start hanging out immediately, um, fate, the universe, God, however you want to look at it, um, made sure that we weren't going to leave that one year that I had in Rhode Island without actually becoming lifelong friends. Um, So we met in August of 2019. um, And we'd kind of, you know, I'd gone to see her a few times and we'd, we'd exchange numbers, but not really like, you know, moved past the um, client-patient sort of relationship. Um, but we went to the same yoga studio. And I think it was November, maybe, or, or maybe even October. But Sylvia, you correct me if I'm wrong. Um, we ran into each other. And we just were like, oh my gosh, how, how are we not connected? Um, you know, it's just so good to be in this space uh, to share sort of that connection. And we already knew it was there, but we needed sort of fate to intervene and put us in the same place outside of the professional environment. And, you know, then we just started hanging out from December all through um, until I moved in June to Germany. Um, We just became fast friends. Like, I feel like I've known Sylvie forever. She's a soul sister. She's this person I have just connected with on so many levels for, for the respect that we have for each other and what it is that we do in our lives and what it is that we want for our lives, um, for the stories that we bring to the table. I mean, you know, connection, I think, is so much about stories. How much can we connect with each other on where, we, where we've been, where we're at, where we want to go? And Sylvie and I are able to do that. And, you know, I can think of a few other friends that that's definitely happened with. And that's what I always aim to find uh, in new friends and new people that are coming into my life is how how is it that we're connecting on this? Where is it that we've been? Where are we currently and where are we going? Um, and I think it's important as we talk about, as we move into this um, this conversation of the power of connection that, you know, people serve all different purposes in our lives and, and cultivating an appreciation for those people that maybe are no longer in our lives, but we were connected to once or the people that um, are currently in our lives and, and maybe they're moving out of connection with us or, or maybe moving into closer connection with us and just being sort of aware of it and, and uh, appreciative, grateful for it. Um, 
And, you know, even in that last conversation we had about, you know, moving through the hurt so we don't hate that, you know, maybe there's somebody that you're moving through, um, a space where you're, yeah, you're disconnecting and that can be painful, but it's okay to, to move on from that. You know, you take whatever that relationship uh, could teach you and, and then you, um, you know, understand it for the future and, and you're able to cultivate a deeper understanding within yourself and, and with others, you know, so I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on this, um, this, this conversation of the power of, uh, being connected or the power of connection Um, from you, Sylvie, because, you know, really, again, I went straight to our relationship and how it is that we've been connected. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I am so glad that you shared that story. And um, it's really funny because I remember we connected so well on that professional level. And I talked about perhaps doing yoga together sometime and just kind of one of those chit chatty things and like putting plans out into the universe and then kind of just not forcing anything and seeing where it would go. And I remember being really busy and kind of caught up in some of my own things that were going on at the moment. And I actually vividly remember about a week or so before I ran into you at the studio thinking like, huh, I miss Lauren. Like, I wonder how she's doing. Like we always said we'd connect, but you know, life happens, things get busy, and people have the best laid plans, but things don't always work out, and that's okay. And I remember that being this fleeting thought, and um, at the time, I was kind of going through some personal things, and I think you were actually the, the person I needed to enter my life to work through some of those challenges at the time without really knowing it. And about a week later, you popped up at the studio to the class I went to every single, I think it was at the time, it was like um, Wednesday mornings. Every Wednesday morning you popped up and you Sylvie. And I was like, oh my God, it's Lauren. And I remember hugging you and just being like, great, cool. I knew that I had you come into my mind for a reason. And um, I love moments like that. I really do. And from there, the rest is history. And I really wanted to bring that point up because it was, um, I think we all live and yearn for that sense of connection, the sense of alignment within ourselves and alignment um, with our community, with our friends, with our family, with our relationships. And I think when we have strong connections and feel well aligned, and we can start to feel whole again, and we can also access a deeper part of our intuition that maybe we weren't fully connected to until being in the light of another. And um, the more we are able to connect, for myself I can speak anyway, the more I'm able to connect with others, it helps me to understand the relationship I have with myself more and more. It's really kind of a weird dynamic um, because I learn that way. I learn from connecting with people. I learn um, where my differences are, where my similarities are. Um, I learn what, what I can bring to the table, what another person can bring to a table. And that comes over a series of exchanges. And from that, I feel like I become 
more uh, confident in who I am as a person. And um, I don't know. I, I guess what I meant with the intuition part too was like I almost sensed that I needed the connection I had with you in my life at that time. And then, and then here you are and you, you came, you came through within a week and, and, um, moments like that just reaffirmed to me how important connection with others are. So, um, you know, we can start to see ourselves through the eyes of another and they can see themselves through, through, through you. You know, and, you know, that's kind of what um, yoga has really taught me. You know, we end our, each practice with namaste. What does that mean? The light in me sees, honors and sees the light in you and vice versa. And the more and more I'm able to see the humanness and the realness within myself and within another, the quicker I'm able to kind of connect to this answer of why like you know I think this there, there's an existential question we all ask ourselves like why are we here why are we doing this and um through aligning with others we see we're just kind of walking through this short period of time that we have on earth together and uh if we can celebrate the beauty of being alive and the beauty of being so alike it's so unique um, I think it just adds a lot of richness in, in, into our daily lives. It kind of infuses it with purpose and understanding. Um, and I think, you know, I've been thinking about that a lot over why the coronavirus pandemic has been so hard and how, why isolation has been so hard and how much conversations we've had over loneliness and, um, the effects of being home all the time and not being in community and not gathering, you know, something we kind of all took for granted. And I think it's because it's almost like we thrive through our connections with other people. And I started thinking of like trees in the forest and like other trees do better when they're near other trees because they feed off of each other's roots. They ground down through the earth together. They become intertwined. They become one. Like your identity, the identities of the trees almost kind of fuse together below the surface. Yet above the surface, they're each beautiful and strong and purposeful in their own right. But um, yeah, I just I love trees. I love forests. I love jungles. I feel like I connect every metaphor in my life to a tree. And, you know, so then imagine a tree that's kind of by itself in the middle of a field. Like it's still mag it can still be so strong, but that tree doesn't have other roots to latch onto. It can't multiply. It can't I don't know. be unique amongst others it's just more alone and I think um I don't know what I think I think I'm going on a tangent but the power of connection um yeah we just want to be seen we all want to be seen we want to be heard we want to be understood we want the experience of our life to not necessarily be validated in that you know we're right or we're wrong but we want to be acknowledged that what we are 
sensing, living, feeling, doing on a daily basis means something. That we're not alone in this journey that, um, I don't know, we're, we're all going through the same emotions. And I think it's it's wild. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, we're all human all, and we all want the same things yet we all do it differently and I think a lot of the problems that you see arise throughout history and throughout our time is when we as humans almost disconnect from understanding that we're all essentially kind of the same living beautiful breathing creatures that want the same things but when we tear each other down and aren't able to connect on that level um hurt happens, resentment happens, anger happens, um, disharmony happens. And sometimes I think these are the things that fuel us to live the lives that we're doing. But at the core of it all is we all want to be connected. We want to feel aligned and heard and seen. And yeah. Oh my God. I just went from so many different, (laughs) um, ideas and just kind of curious what you think about that Lauren yeah I mean definitely a lot of goodness there and I really had two things that kind of came for me um I kind of want to zero in on that last piece that you were talking about about how you know when we aren't connecting with each other how all these other negative things can kind of come about and I think that it's so true that in our disconnection um we lose ourselves. We, we almost, we, um, uh, I don't know. We, we start to, you know, and as I say this, like I'm thinking about these last three weeks for me, I know in the last episode I chatted and I was going through some things and, you know, if I'm being completely honest, um, you know, I've really been in a depressive state in the last, um, three weeks. And I know that a lot of that has to be, or has, is coming from a, a disconnection. I've been, I've been, um, kind of receding into myself and, you know, recognizing that connection and reaching out to others and talking to others, you know, really calling up a friend or calling up many friends and, you know, chatting with my husband and, and connecting with my kids. Like that's exactly where I needed to be or where I need to be to help pull myself out of, out of that space. And I think that's a pretty profound realization, you know, as I, think about the second point um, that I thought of as, as I was listening to you, Sylvia, is that I'm, I'm in this training. Um, it's called the Power of Presentation. And so essentially um, with uh, network marketing and, and the business that I have, but, you know, really with any business, um, it's all about telling stories. And and we've been working on practicing our, our stories, um, you know, our signature story. And the one thing that really kept coming up is that we connect with each other and our pain. And I love what you used or what you talked about is a metaphor in um, the trees that, you know, they're all individually unique above the surface and, and beautiful and growing and strong and supporting of, or in, in support of each other. But underneath, they're all intertwined. They're all connected. And I think that's what our pain is, is that we're all, you know, interconnected in the pain that we experience in our lives. And, and when we're able to share that, when we're able to, you know, bring that out into the open and then connect in it there's so much strength that can be can be gained and and that's when connection is it's most powerful 
Um, I mean, Sylvia, it's one of the reasons why I know that you and I are are so close and when our relationship really started to grow, it was because we were sharing the pain of our lives with each other and growing in that together. And that's exactly what we have aimed to do on this platform and this podcast, you know, so, so really embodied experience is that power of connection. It's that power of embodying what experiences we've gone through and, and sharing them with each other. So hopefully that kind of makes sense and kind of comes together. I'm, you know, curious when I talk about the pain and connection, how do you feel about that? Or, Or are you um, kind of in alignment or how do you see that in your life or maybe in others? Yeah, I just, it's liberating. It's super freeing to be able to recognize that, you know, life is inevitably full of suffering. We go through cycles of of pain, of disappointment, of grief, loss, hurt, trauma, um, being overwhelmed and being able to accept that within ourselves and to see that in others and then shed light on it through talking it through through respecting and honoring the emotions that we go through I think frees us from receding back into ourselves or from getting stuck in dark emotional places and through that we're able to step back into the light we're able to um, stay connected to one another and lift each other up rather than tear each other down and you know i think it's an innate part of being human i think we all we're we're hardwired to connect and um, I think when we connect with ourselves and with others, we have to be able to accept all of it. We need to be able to accept flaws and all, goodness and our darkness and lightness and, you know, all shades of, of who we are as humans, whether even the parts we don't like. And I think when we can do that for ourselves, we can do it more for others and Sometimes we need others to see us and give us permission to do that for ourselves. And so connection becomes vital for our survival. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's something I really cherish. I try, I really don't take any connection I have with, with any person that comes into my life for granted. I try not to. And I, I know once I, I, I start to, if I start to feel um, myself disconnecting from people or putting up blocks or barriers, um, I, I, I question, like, is it because it's something I'm getting irritated by because I, I, I can't stand that in myself or are people triggering me? And it, it becomes a mirror for me to see where maybe I'm not aligned as an individual. Um, and and so it's it's a kind of a cool mirror. Uh, and I also think if I start to find myself disconnecting from others, um, oh, uh, how that makes me feel, um, 
you know, sometimes I want to connect with people, but I might not be able to because there's something unresolved within myself. So I guess that's the mirror I go back to. But then, you know, we've had, we've had other podcasts, Lauren, where we talked about, you know, if it's if it's not a good, you know, if you're dealing with toxic and unhealthy relationships, then you got to be able to walk away. So I think, you know, it becomes a fine art of recognizing the connections that are healthy for you and the connections that are toxic for you. And so if we go back to this idea of the plants and the trees and the forest and and the source coming from our roots and our, I think our roots are kind of our history, our our story. Um, We need to make sure that we are weeding out our soil so that we don't have our roots. um, We don't want our roots to rot, right? So we got to make sure we kind of can see those painful points within each of us and acknowledge them so they don't grow deeper so that they can be weeded out. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. That, that's, I guess that's where I'm getting at is I think we all need to do that work and, and go deep within ourselves in order for us to really be able to see that and connect with others and, there is just something that is so valuable in those connections because it's 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 self-validating, it's externally validating for the other. And from there, we're able to kind of put our guards down and grow and reach for our dreams and, and find peace within our within our own being that that just contributes to an environment for others to do the same. And so there, there, there's my kind of my thoughts on connection. This has been a super cool and fun conversation and um, one that I know has definitely helped me kind of get through some tough moments this week in which I, you know, I had moments in which I felt things may not be going my way in certain situations. And I, I see right away how I could easily choose to disconnect and not have the hard conversations with myself and with those involved. And if I chose not to, you know, what that would mean. But coming back to this idea, sometimes we have to connect and have have hard conversations, acknowledge what's going on in those moments. And so we can continue to stay connected and not block it. And um, also, you know, thank you, Lauren, for sharing your story and going through you know, finding yourself kind of receding into this depressive state. And like you said, almost like starting to to go back into yourself. And I think it's beautiful that you recognize, okay, I'm going to talk to my husband. I'm going to talk to my family. I'm going to go back and kind of get reconnected with the sources of light from the people who, who love you. And that lifts you right back up. And so choosing to when we have healthy, strong connections in our lives, it just fuels us to to keep going. And I think it fuels us to, or nourishes us to kind of become the better versions of ourselves. And that's what makes life worth living. So thanks for this conversation. Um, definitely was, is, was one I needed right now. Right. This has been the perfect conversation for me as well right now, Sylvie. And I love what you talked about. Again, going back to your metaphor about the trees and the plants and, you know, needing to, um, 
you know, weed out the roots. I think about pruning, um, you know, we need to get our pruning shears out with our lives and we need to, you know, prune out the, the things that aren't helping or healthy to us, but it's really hard to prune a lot of times if we aren't, um, connecting with people in our lives, if we're not actually endeavoring to be, you know, close with others and allowing them to sort of speak life into our lives uh, or allowing ourselves to speak out and release things from us. I mean, so, so maybe um, that is what the pruning is in our lives with each other is the speaking into each other's lives and then, and then really just allowing ourselves to share um, with zero judgment and, and, you know, being able to release things from ourselves, but not just release it out into um, the world where no one's listening, but somebody's listening so they can validate us and they can reassure us and they can give us hope and they can give us um, constructive feedback. And, you know, I think it's just really important for us to continue to recognize how, you know, we aren't pruning in our lives and how we can prune in our lives. And I think for me, uh, you know, I struggle definitely with, um, you know, spirits of perfectionism and, and spirits of, um, of not being enough or, or not feeling like I'm doing enough. Um, and, and I fear feeling things. Um, and when I don't want to feel things, then I start to pull back and I don't connect with others. And, you know, that's exactly what draws us together and allows us to connect is when we are feeling things. It's so important for us to be able to, to have our feels and to, to share them. Um, and I, you know, I just, gosh, taking my own advice. Um, I just have to be willing to, to really share and to really be open and to really be, uh, ready for the connection to happen and and to really know that it's okay too that connection doesn't have to happen with everybody you know maybe I have a conversation with somebody and or I have a relationship with somebody and it's not exactly great or going well but maybe I'm able to have a conversation with somebody and it goes amazing so I think ultimately when I am having relationships with people I want to have a connection. I think I'm always hopeful that every single person I interact with, I'm going to have a connection with. And I think that's something that I'm learning to overcome now because I want so much for everybody that comes into my life to be a part of my life. And I think this season has really been teaching me how to let go of people um, and recognizing that not everybody's meant to be in my life and being okay with that. Um, for me, I, I don't know, maybe it's because foundationally growing up, you know, my family, my parents got divorced when I was seven and then they started new families and, you know, I really always kind of struggled to feel like I belonged. And so, you know, then maybe I, I started to really reach out to others and, and felt like everyone who came into my life I needed to hold on to because something was wrong with letting them go. And actually that makes me think about something really incredible that I've learned in my MSW program about attachment theory. You know, for those of us that don't have, you know, good attachments when we're younger, foundational attachments, it's really hard for us to reckon with what or how we're supposed to attach with others in our lives in a healthy way. And I know that as an adult, I'm working through that and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how I can 
be friends with people, be acquaintances with people, you know, be cordial with people, be, you know, be nothing to somebody, you know, it's, it's really hard. And, and for someone like me, I just, I want to connect with everybody. I want to find commonality and, and it's been really tough to recognize that I just don't connect with everybody. And I guess really recognizing that they don't connect with me and then and then realizing that it's not my fault and that's okay. So, you know, really trying to bring it all kind of back together, this power of connection is, is really, it really is power. It really is this interaction or transaction, um, this transference of power between people. And it can be so good and it can also be so draining and so depleting. And we just have to really guard that and, and you know, honor the transference of energy wisely. And that's why it's important to understand when you can really invest in people and when you can't and, and when you don't need to and when you want to uh, and, and you should. And it, it's, you know, and I feel like I'm getting kind of confusing. I think it all boils down to a relationship is a two-way street. And just like Sylvie, you brought up the, the idea of the trees, you know, really being able to um, thrive off of each other. Trees don't thrive off of each other when they, when they aren't meant to be bred next to each other. And maybe I'm going too far into the left field for, for this example, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that not all trees are compatible. Not all, not all species of trees are going to help each other. And I, I'm sure there's some science behind that. But I think it's really important for us to recognize as human beings that we're not meant to thrive around everybody. It's important for us to find the people that we do thrive around. And, and, and then they can help us grow. And then maybe it's time to let them go and find new people. Um, I think I prefer maybe the metaphor of an ocean. Everything is ebbing and flowing all the time. You know, it goes up, it goes down. And really all we need to do is ride the wave and be okay with the change. Because connecting with people is recognizing that we're evolving all the time. Okay, I have certainly gone off into quite a tangent I hope that maybe this brought some great thoughts to your own minds. Um, just got the wheels turning a little bit. I'm so excited to hear any thoughts you might have. Sylvie, any parting thoughts before we conclude this episode? Yeah, Lauren, that is so beautiful. And I'm really glad you brought that up. And it's um, I resonate with what you're saying a hundred thousand percent. Sometimes it almost feels like you're reading my kind of my heart and my mind with what I've been going through recently and it's, it is just that it's you know kind of figuring out what it is that feeds the connection with yourself and allows you to thrive and I think we have to be able to discern the relationships that we have and if they're feeding us draining us um and and that's okay so um and I'm really, I do want to pick your brain a little bit more on the attachment theory and we can save that for another episode because I find that so fascinating and I'm really glad that you've been studying that because I have so many questions. 
Um, but yes, and that is true with the trees. And it, it kind of goes down to this idea that we all have different um, sort of personalities and archetypes and needs. And I think the diversity is what makes it so rich and colorful and vibrant. And that's, you know, variety is the spice of life. It's what keeps us kind of moving and grooving here in this wild world. But um, it is important to recognize that not all trees require the same things. Not all uh, living beings require the same things. You know, some require different temperatures, different climates, um, conditions, more water, less water, more light, less light. And if we even kind of take that over and think about it as far as the human condition goes, like we're all so diverse and we all have different needs. Each are right in their own way. Um, so I think if we're able to learn where we find connection that is authentic and true and and contributes to our evolution in a positive and giving way, that's great. And then to see that some connections may challenge us and kind of bring us closer to um, the relationship we have with ourselves, that's also an interesting dynamic to play. So, yeah. Now I'm kind of going off, but I, lo I love the metaphor of the ocean too. And at the end of the day, we're learning to kind of ride the wave and seek roots that, um, I don't know, are true to us and feed us and, and, and figuring out connections that, um, finding those connections that, that fuel our, our growth. So great conversation. Thank you, Lauren, so much for wrapping that up beautifully. It was really refreshing to hear that. And um, thanks all for listening. I hope we can maybe dive into some attachment theories in the future because I just find that so great. But um, yeah, be true to yourself, everybody, and, and recognize that when doing so, you will attract the right connections. Oh yes, definitely going to get into some attachment theory. It is an incredibly interesting one and I'm super stoked about this conversation. I feel like uh, the conversations of late that we've been having, I hope have been super beneficial for the people that are listening, but for Sylvie and I, they have just been um, invaluable, incredible, and really life-giving for our own lives. So so excited to wrap up this episode and to move on to the next one with uh, all the amazing things that we have to share with you guys as we grow and learn, evolve in our own lives. So from Embodied Experience, this is Lauren and Sylvie. Until next time.